Welcome to the Everyday Christian Podcast, where we apply scriptural principles to everyday Christian lives. I'm John Rich. And I'm Gabe Bontrager. Today we are going to be talking about, is God's will still a big deal? Hello, thank you for joining us today. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath ordained before hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And the question we have for you this evening is, have you ever struggled to know God's will? You've prayed and prayed just to know what his will is for your daily life, but what is God's will? What is God's universal will for our lives? What is God's unique will for my life? Understanding God's will is not too hard. It takes knowing God's word and listening to God's voice. The will of God is said to be important and we believe it to be important, but do we truly live in God's will and is it still a priority in our lives? You're not going to want to miss today's episode because today we're going to be talking about what is God's will, what are the ramifications or results of missing or disobeying God's will, what is one of the first steps we must do to follow His will, and lastly, tests for discerning God's will. Yeah, and to start right off, what is God's will? You know, many many people see the will of God as as a mystical or an unattainable place to be in their walk with God, and that's simply not true. You, as a Christian, as a believer, are worthy of God's will as long as you are willing to submit to God. Amen. First, we want to point out that there are differences in God's personal will for your life and God's will for every believer. Oftentimes, Brother Gabe, we mix that up. We think that. We have to know God's personal will for our life, and you know it, it is go out and reach souls. Well, that that's that is God's will, but that's yeah. not just God's will for your personal life. That's God's will for every believer's life. Yeah. Often we mix these two up. We believe one over the other, and there's a difference between God's calling or or His laws and commission for every believer, and a personal calling to an individual's life. To understand the universal will of God, we need to realize that it's God's will for every believer to be a missionary. Yeah. The Bible says in Mark 16, 15, and he said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He didn't call yes. one individual out, but he simply said, go to all those that followed him. The Bible says in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, go ye therefore and teach all nations, nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world. Amen. We don't have to be called to win souls because we are called already to win souls. Man, you're absolutely right. And that's a wonderful point. You know, it is God's will that we go into all the world yeah. and preach the gospel. It's the spreading of the good news to the world. You know, um, Another uh, universal will of God is that all men or all Christians uh, that we would pray. First Thessalonians five seventeen and twenty five. They say this. First seventeen says, "Pray without ceasing. Right. Don't give up." Twenty five says, "Brethren, pray for us. Brethren, pray for us." And we'll talk about both of those here. Um, you know. Our joy, our prayers, our thankfulness should not fluctuate with our circumstances, our feelings. God commands us to never stop praying. To spend all of our time on our knees would be impossible. But we can have a prayerful attitude at at all times, regardless of our posture or our place. 
Such an attitude is built upon acknowledging our dependence upon God, realizing His presence within us, and determining to obey Him fully. Then we will find it natural to pray frequent, spontaneous, and short yeah. uh, prayers, regardless of times of prayers. Uh, will regardless of re- regular times of prayer will lead us to transforming power in our lives. But a prayerful attitude is not a substitute for regular times of prayer, but should be an outgrowth of those times. Yeah, and, you know, if I could, you know, if I could just continue to share here for a second, prayer is so important in our lives to have a continuous prayer. Yeah, you see here in First Thessalonians what he was talking about. He said, you know, don't give up in the hard times. Right. When the times get tough, don't stop. Don't cease to pray. Continue to pray. And then he he believes so much in their prayer that he says there in verses in that second uh, verse there was verse twenty five. Yeah, he said, "Pray for us," because he knows he knew that with their prayer, that is what what would what would truly bring you know deliverance for them, right. help for them. And there's there's power in prayer. And you know there there's many podcast uh, podcast episodes. You know that talk about that we could talk about on prayer, yeah, because it's so powerful, it's so relevant, and it is God's will for every person to pray, right? And I think we mix that up. We believe that well, we're waiting on God to speak His divine will to our hearts, but we don't pray, and there's something wrong with that. You can't just expect God to speak to you when you never speak to Him. You know, we it is God's will for every believer to be a missionary or to be a witnesser for him. It is God's will for every believer to pray. It's also God's will for every Christian to read the word of God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved. Now, I want you to notice that word, study. Hmm. It doesn't say just read. It says study the word of God. Study it. Dig in. Get yeah. draw out truths. You know, draw out verses. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Paul knew that the Thessalonians would face pressure from persecutions, from false teachings, from worldliness and apathy, causing them to waver from the truth yeah. and to leave the faith. So he urged them to stand firm and to hold on to the truth that they had been taught both uh, through his letters and in person. Yeah. We also may face persecution, false teachings. I believe we're already facing yeah. that, and worldliness and apathy. We should hold on to the truth that God's word, we should hold on to Christ's teaching because our lives depend on it. Study yes. the Bible. Amen. Study the Word of God and stand firm, rooted in Praise God's truth Lord. as you encounter victims or encounter trials of various kinds. They These may seem like simple Sunday school lessons to you, oh, <laughs> witnessing and praying and, and reading the Word of God. But listen, yeah. you want to know the will of God for your life. If you don't have those basic, basic fundamental Christian uh, traits in you, if you don't pray, if you don't read the Word of God, you're never going to know what God's personal will is for your life. It's God's will that every believer abstains from the appearance of evil. Yeah. It's God. There are so many things in the Word of God. If you just dig in and study His Word, you're going to find the universal will of God for your life and for every believer's life. In case you haven't caught on this, we're building to something here. If you don't have these foundational things, prayer, which is talking to God, if you don't have reading God's Word, which is hearing from Him, His written Word for you, if you are not doing those basic, fundamental, universal will of God things in your life, uh, activities in your life, you you're missing the base and the opportunity to hear from God right. with with for Him to speak into your heart when you're right. praying. That's when He speaks to your heart. Yeah. 
When you're reading God's word, that's when his word comes to life in your heart and you receive his will. We're, we're building a foundation here. And it, don't, don't miss it because it seems almost like it's a Sunday school teaching here or that it's elementary. Yeah. But these are foundational in every Christian's life. And if you're going to hear from God's will, you need these in your life. Amen. Understanding the unique personal uh, will of God. It's entirely possible that God has a specific calling for your life. And I believe that. He designs yeah. each and every one of us oh, with yeah. a specific calling and will. Um, you know, do these those change throughout our life? Absolutely. But I believe that God's called us to those specific things. And whether you believe it or not, not one calling is greater than the other. They all fulfill the work of God. The heartbeat of God is to win souls, yeah. to save them from hell. Therefore, every calling we have is instrumental in keeping God's heart pumping. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you know, we may be called to go to Africa. You may be called to go to across the country or to another state or whatever it is, but you may be called to fix church buses. I know people that have, that have, they may not feel that push from God to say fix church buses, but they feel that draw to help with the church bus. That may be your calling, and it may be huge, you know, like going to Africa. Okay, that's huge. And 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 it may be just fixing a bus. Well, that seems small, but all of those things are working together to yeah. fulfill the calling of God. We may not be called to go to a place like that or work with those people, but we may be fixed to called to do things that appear to be little. All these things are needed. Yeah. Think of the people in the Word of God that aren't mentioned often but were crucial instruments in the furtherance of the gospel. I think yeah. about Joseph. Yeah, He's not mentioned very much. He's mentioned there at the beginning. We all know the Christmas story. And then he's mentioned a couple times uh, whenever they whenever G they found Jesus you know, in the temple teaching and stuff yeah. like that. They, they, just a few times. But we know that he's crucial to the gospel. We know he's crucial to raising Jesus. You think about Jabez. He's only mentioned in a few area or a few verses, but had an impactful prayer. I think about Joanna. The Bible says that that he she was healed by Jesus and later supported him and his disciples in their travels. Think about Dorcas, a beloved woman who was always good and helping the poor. I mean, yeah. these are people in the Word of God that may not have the title of Paul. They may not have the title of King David, but they were crucial in the furtherance of the gospel. And listen, your calling that God has on your life, it may not be something big like going to Canada or going to Iraq or go wherever it is, but it is so crucial that you continue and that you follow after the will that God has for your life. Yeah, I was thinking about John Mark's mom, and she yeah. housed so many apostles that went through her house. And, uh, you know, first off, if you're a mother and you're listening today, that is that is such a huge yeah. calling. Amen. Man, what a wonderful calling. Amen. And she raised John Mark and was able to see him go off and into the ministry. What an incredible accomplishment yeah. for her life. But she didn't just stop with that. You know, she helped all of those preachers and apostles that came through there. And, you know, don't think that, you know, being a mother is something that is you know, not a calling. It's right. a calling. Amen. If God gives you a child, it's a calling. And it's an yeah. it's a it's a it's one that has eternal rewards, yeah. just as much as a pastor or anything else. Right. You are guiding them, you're you're correcting them, and you're gonna hopefully see them make heaven their home. Amen. And uh don't don't diminish that in your in your eyes. I just felt that. Amen. You know, you may ask, you know, how do I know what God's will is for for my life. You know, when we have a personal 100% devotion to God, it aligns our will to His will. Right. 
Before we ever pursue God's will for our lives, we must first and foremost pursue God above all else. Pursuing Him in a relation, pursuing a relationship with God first is the most important thing. Yeah, and I think that a lot of Christians believe that God is just going to bring some sort of revelation, a light's going to shine down like we have here today, tonight, <laughs> shine down on you, and God's just going to speak with a loud voice exactly what He wants you to do out of nowhere. And that's just not how it works. I mean, God can do that, and He has done stuff like that. Yeah. But guess what? He did that with people that were devoted their time to God 100%. Everything about them was Lord, Christ. I live because of Christ. I die. Be- I, I die in Christ. That everything that they did, every every step that they took was in the Lord. We must fast, pray, seek the Lord, ask Christian friends or pastors, ministers to pray with us. Watch for open and closed doors when we are seeking the will of God. And yeah. as we discussed in the last few weeks, when God is placed first in our lives, yeah, and our full devotion is to Him and praying to Him, He will reveal Himself to you and speak to you. We've got to humble ourselves in yeah. that in that regard. You may have an urge in your heart. You may may hear Him speak audibly. I don't know. You may be given a vision. You may be given a dream. But when God shows you or speaks His personal will for your life, you will know it. And so we're here today. You know, we we don't have some sort of secret formula. We don't have some sort of magic pill that you take and you're just going to know the will of God. But I will say this, that when you devote your entire life to God and you're completely submitted to Him, daily reading the Bible, daily studying the Bible, daily praying, and not just praying in the morning, praying to God throughout the day and seeking Him throughout the day. Listen, I I thought of reaping and sowing. You know, if you if you sow a lack of prayer, you're going to reap God not talking to you. Yeah. If you sow a lack of devotion, if you sow a lack of Bible reading, if you sow any of these things and you're expecting God to give you something in return, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You have to give your all to the Lord in order for Him to submit and give His will to you, you and speak to your it's life. One of the laws of, of sowing and reaping is yeah. that you, uh, you receive or you reap in the same proportion that you sow. Yeah. If you sow more, you're going to reap more. Right. And praise the Lord when you, you know, when you start sowing and you start really, you know, seeking God's will, He's going to show it to you. Yeah. And He'll bring His His will around to you. But you know, a lot of times God doesn't reveal His will because you're not committed enough. You've not sacrificed. Yeah. He knows that if you're not sacrificing on the small things, as in devotion, then right. why would He entrust you with a greater step? Um, it just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> what you what you sow, you will reap. Right, it's amen. Just that simple. But you know what are the results or what are the ramifications for missing God's will and not really pursuing His will? Often, often we believe that if God spoke it to us, then it must come a pass immediately. Yeah. You know, this is what Abraham believed when God promised him a son, because he rushed God's will. Ishmael was born. Think yeah. about that. If you do studies into the Islamic religion, you know that they claim to be descendants of Ishmael. You know they they struggled back then, and they're still struggling. Yeah. Israel yeah. and uh, you know uh, the the Muslim wars, nations yeah. na- now right. uh, are still fighting, still struggling. Ab- Abraham disobeyed or was rushing God's will, and because of that, you know they are still they're still struggling today. Yeah. All because of one man's disobedience to to God's will. And if you're you're listening here, you know, we, we want you to realize that 
Obviously, submitting to God is one of the most important things we must do to follow His will with prayer. So once, as Brother Gabe said, once we lay that foundation and you are continually devoting your entire life and entire being to God, God will reveal His will to you. Yes. But when He reveals His will to you, here's a couple things. You need to wait for doors to open in your life. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, don't go out on a limb, and I'm not saying don't step out in faith. I believe in that. But when God opens a door, that's when you need to step through it. Don't don't rush things. Don't try to open a door yourself. Don't try to open a window. I mean, think about the people that had an impact on their family. Think about Achan. Yeah. He had an impact on his family because he sinned against God. You know, God God's will... F- he completely disobeyed God's will, completely disobeyed God's law. And because of that, not just him, he wasn't the only one that was destroyed, but his family and his livestock yeah. was destroyed. God, now, God might not destroy a family right now in that sense today, but the sins that we commit, the things that we do that disobey God's will can have an effect on family, on friends. If God says, go speak to your neighbor and you don't speak to him and they die tomorrow, yeah. What what kind of ramifications is that for you missing the will of God? So we have to submit to the will of Man, God. It's so true. And I think about through, throughout my life, times when, you know, I, I wasn't honest in in my, you know, walk with the Lord. Yeah. That, you know, I missed out on a lot right. because I didn't take the time to truly follow yeah. God and his will. And man, my encouragement to you today, if you're listening in, uh, you know, make for sure that when God speaks His will to you, that you have follow through, yeah. that you really obey. You know, when I was I was younger, God spoke to me, you know, to to go into the ministry at a very young age, and I I was so shy of that. I was I was the one, I was the boy that hid behind my mother's uh, skirt yeah. when someone would come up and say hi to me, and I was afraid just to to get out there and to just to obey God and just allow Him to do the the work in my life and yeah. to allow him to do the speaking in my life. And right. I was so you know, self-conscious of like, you know, what are people going to think of me if I if I share the gospel, if I get up in front of one and share God's word? I was very afraid of that. And because of that, I, I, I held back and I pushed back. And this is my thought. The years that I, I was worrying about that, the years that I was worrying, how many people right. were not reached because I did that. It was about, it was probably eight years of my yeah, life. Yeah. And I just think about, man, the missed opportunities to reach out to a lost soul. Yeah. And I never, I, I don't try to t- twist the word of God, obviously. I, that's, that's not what I'm trying to do here. But I oftentimes think of Jonah. Like I think of when Jonah disobeyed the will of God initially, I just wonder how many people in Nineveh died. Mm. You know, during that time frame, and the Bible doesn't say, and obviously this this is all speculation, but I, I sometimes do wonder that is were there people in Nineveh that that died when Noah when Jonah was uh, disobeying the will of God? Your your disobedience can have an effect on who God is trying to get you to reach for sure. Amen. Amen. Man, I, I want to give you guys. We're we're going to go through some <laughs> tests in discerning God's will. Yes. So you feel like God has spoken to you. Right. You feel like someone is, you know, you feel like God has, God has spoken to you. You feel like, you know, he has something for you to do, but you're not for sure if it truly is God's will or not. Yeah. Here are some tests that we want to give you that speaks and tests if what God has spoken to you is truly his will or not. Yeah. First test is, is does God's will pass the scriptural test? Mm. 
Has God already spoken about it in his word? 2 Timothy 3.16 says this, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, listen to this, for instruction in righteousness. Mm. And it's back again to reading God's word. Yeah. If God has spoken to you, confirm that through the word of God. Right. What does his scripture say? Is does it align? You know, the the devil isn't ever going to tell you to go and to to witness to people. Yeah. But if God's <laughs> asking you to to go and to speak to someone, say, hey, where at in the Bible does it say right. that I need to go and to witness to this person? Yeah. Go ye into all the world and preach yeah, the gospel. Exactly. All right. Yeah. It passes the scriptural test. Amen. It lines up with that. And another thing is, does does God's will pass the secrecy test? Would it bother me if everyone knew this was my choice. Proverbs eleven three says, "The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the per- per- perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them." Brother Gabe, so if would it bother everyone, or it would it bother me if I knew that everyone knew that this was my choice? Mm. I think that's that's pretty important whenever you're thinking about the will of God. Yeah, when you say, "Man, no one else knows this, but I feel like it's God's will." Yeah, you know, and then. You, you, your your fellow brother, or maybe someone that you really respect in uh, in the walk with the Lord, they 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 would say, "Man, you know I, that's that's not right. That something doesn't bow well with my spirit." Yeah. You know, what are they thinking? Does God's will pass the survey test? Mm. What if everyone followed my example? And that's I good. love this <laughs> test, man. It's helped me many times. First Timothy four twelve. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of believers in word, in conversation. In charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity, mm. man. There's a there's a lot of gates yeah. that you got to go oh, through yeah. for the, to pass that test. Man, I tell you that that test is is so so important because it, it really says you know how I'm acting or what I'm going to do. You know, it, would it make me be an example in word, in conversation, charity, in spirit, faith, or purity? Yeah, you know, it, it, it that really it, it starts. Taken out a lot, yeah. Especially to those looking up to you, like children or or those in the church, the youth in the church as well. And it does God's will pass the spiritual test? Am I being peer pressured or people pressured rather, or spirit led? Galatians one ten says, "For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek mm. to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be." a servant of Christ. Is this something that God is speaking to you because pastor said that you need to do it? Is this something that is being spoken to you because your Christian friend said that you need to do it because everybody else is doing it? Or is this what God and God's word and the spirit is speaking to you? Now, I believe that we can have those people in our life that are examples to us. Pastor is a great person to listen to and to talk to. But If you don't feel it from the Spirit of God, you need to get away from it. You need to let the Spirit of God control you and use you in that sense. Does God's will pass the stumbling test? Mm. Could this cause another person to stumble? Man, so good. Romans 14 verse 21 says, It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. Ask yourself, if me doing this... What I'm feeling is God's will. Will it cause my brother or sister to stumble? And if the answer is yes, you really need to consider again if it is God's will 
or not for your life. Right. Or if it's ever to your own desires, amen. Does God's will pass the serenity <laughs> test? Do you have peace about it? Mm. Do you have the peace that passes all understanding about whatever it is you feel God has called you yeah. to? I can tell you with great certainty there's been times in my life where my flesh did not want to obey the will <laughs> of God. But when I obeyed the will of God, no matter what I saw, no matter what the circumstances were, I felt peace. Yeah. I can tell you that the will of God, you may be in the middle of the storm in the will of God. Yeah. You see the disciples swimming on the boat there. Jesus was down below and they faced a storm. But listen, they should have had peace knowing that God was on the ship with them and that they were following after the will of God. Does the will of God bring peace to your life? Man. Amen. Lastly, does it pass the sanctification test? Will this keep me from growing in the character of Christ? 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of God, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as, thy, even as by the Spirit of God. Will what I'm doing draw me closer to God? Will what I'm doing help me reflect the character of Christ to this world? If you can answer yes, then that's probably the will of God. Yeah, if it's yeah. going to draw you closer to Christ, if it's going to help share the gospel, um, you know, share the, the the character of Christ to this world, you know that there, and more than likely it is. And you know, and so that we you know, we had those seven different tests that are there, and you know, think about them um, because they really do help show. Um, shed light on what God's will is for your life. Amen. And you're listening. We're going to close tonight, but we just pray that something spoke to you in this episode because I think that a lot of Christians, they want to know God's personal will for their life, and maybe they're not praying like they should. Maybe they're not reading the Word like they should. In the last two episodes, we've talked about reading God's Word and having the devotion, having that base. If you have that base— now it's time to start seeking after God's personal will for your life. And He will reveal it to you, but you've got to keep seeking. You've got to dedicate your all to Him, and you have to give entire devotion to the Lord every single day. Amen. And God will reveal His will to you. No matter how, He will reveal it to you. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to ask Brother Gabe to, to pray for yeah. us and close us out. But we want to pr thank you for joining us and leave us a comment. Leave, leave us a question if you have one here below. Follow yeah. us on Facebook, Instagram by searching podcasts for him. I'll put it up on the screen for you so you know what to search. And thanks for joining us today. Yeah, and if you have any, um, if you have any ideas for any subjects, yeah. hey, comment on this video and let yeah. us know. Yeah. Um, we watch uh, every person that come and they they enter, so yes, uh, we, we read those comments. So yes. let's pray, Lord. I thank you today for an opportunity to. Lord, to talk about your will, God, to hear from you. God, I pray that you would have spoken to someone during this time. I pray that you would just continue to speak to our hearts, God, that you would guide us, God, in your will. I pray that you would help us, Lord, be sensitive to your spirit, leading us and guiding us in your name. Amen.